Real quick, because of Zach's horrific failure. <laughs> what did I do? Apparently, last episode oh, yeah, was episode 400. Can we get some applause oh, for 400? No, no, no. Oh, oh, I forgot hold we lost all our sound effects. Yeah! That, was the lame that is the applause? <laughs> yeah, because it reset. So it went back to the old one. Oh. My Should we redo that? Lord. There- no, no, no. Leave it in, Zach. Let everyone know how bad this went. I think, you know, we're a real show. Okay. That is the worst. That is a stock sound effect. It, so that is what comes in it. And since we've not been in studio. Title of, never mind. <laughs> Michael Scott. That's what she said. I'm. <laughs> hey, my mind was not going there. <laughs> Um, I was, you said I it. was innocent. You said I was it, innocent. not me, man. I can't look. This is a Christian show, but come on. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just got, this is, this is not starting off well. Okay. Wow. We have definitely failed this. Well, I have failed. Apparently this one episode 400, which is a really like huge milestone. I cannot believe that we have done 400 episodes and on episode 401, we are failing massively in this thing. So the other day, it's a so, learning process. Something happened with the board, and we had to reset. Other it. day, dude, that was like months ago. <laughs> dude, I'm from Mississippi, man. The other day can mean three years ago. True, like, that's true. just the way it goes. Um. Anyway, but the board reset, so we don't. It, it, which, 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 Zach? By the way. We really need to put the sounds back in the board. I know. This is like our second time in studio. We, we, we need, I need the Michael Scott. That's what she said. Sound effect immediately. <laughs> like that immediately needs to happen. All Either right. way. I'll put it on the list. This is episode 401 and we keep it real here. This is real. This is what's going we're, on. We're just showing people that everything is always a learning process. No All matter right. how far you get. This is actually a, a an episode about the spiritual battle that's going on. Uh, and speaking of good versus evil, the New York Post is reporting that tramp stamps are now officially in again and no longer considered trashy. <laughs> oh, influencers say, God, I hate influencers. <laughs> I really do. They are the worst, I aren't they? I hate influencers. I hate them. What do you think, Zach? You think tramp stamps are trashy? A little bit. Really? I mean, you know... I, I, it it's never really bothered me too much, uh, you know. I I don't I don't. I, <laughs> I guess this just goes to: Are you pro tattoo or are you not pro tattoo? I'm fine with tattoos. But fine with tattoos and pro tattoos are two different things. Uh do you, you don't have tattoos, right? I don't. Exactly my point. Fine <laughs> with tattoos and pro tattoos are two different things. I, me and Alyssa have discussed this. I personally think that a woman with a full sleeve tattoo is very attractive. I think that's an attractive thing. Alyssa disagrees and Alyssa does not have a sleeve tattoo, but if Alyssa got a sleeve tattoo, I would be very appreciative of that, but there's zero chance of that happening. Cause she has a very low tattoo pain tolerance. Mm. It's never going to happen. Uh, before we get into the real part of this episode, I want to talk about the, the 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 attack against our children. Um, obviously, the, the conversations we've just been having, those are fun, playful conversations that are meant for 
adults, right? Like as adults, we, we talk about these things, but there just seems to be this attack against our children. We touched on it in episode 400, Zach. Sorry. <laughs> and I, I literally informed him right after we got Right after filming. Uh, either way, uh, we, we, we touched on it where it's easier to go after the younger generations because they're more impressionable. They believe things easier. And we see that nowadays. And so I want to talk about how it's okay for Drag Queen Story Hour, but it's not okay for Kirk Cameron to talk about his new children's book that just so happens to be a Christian one. And I want to talk about that. But before we do, I got to get into a sponsor. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden? The answer is yes. And if you don't, think that. I don't know what else to tell you at this point. What is the answer for you though? The answer is for you to protect your IRA or 401k from the chaotic financial markets by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text the word Graham to 989898 and claim your free no obligation info kit from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out now. Text the word Graham to 989898 and secure your future with gold. All right, before we get into that, maybe you guys can settle a debate. And I love to talk about things that me and Alyssa uh, have disagreements on uh, because it just goes to prove that she does not listen to the show at all because she never knows when I talk about things that we're having disagreements on. Uh, And so it's kind of my test, right? You know, every once you get so many years married, you don't fight so much about the things like when you're first married, like you dig your heels in over the dumbest thing. Uh, what type of cold gate toothpaste or how many times a day you should brush your teeth. And then the next thing you know, it turns into this gigantic fight, stupid stuff. When you get along further in your marriage, you just learn, you know what, man, it's just not that important. You know, it, it's it, just I, toothpaste. I would much rather just have a nice day and all this stuff. But every once in a while you go, you know what? I know she ain't leaving. I ain't leaving. I'm digging my heels in on this one, buddy. And we're going, we're going 15 rounds on this subject. So I'm curious your thoughts. Email Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Men, I don't want your opinion. Yes, I'm being sexist in this one. I only want the opinion from the ladies on this one. Because I know where most of you men are going to be probably on my side. So the other day, I have three children, two boys, one girl, girls, the baby, da, da, da. My kids think it is super impressive that I can spin like the little, you know, like the little hand towel or something. I mean, I can, buddy, I can make you bleed if I want to. Like, I'm good at it. Like, I'm really good at things that people should not be good at. Uh, so if I see you with a towel, I need to stay away. Putt, putt, golf. I'm amazing. You put me out on a real golf course, I can get it to the green, but I can't putt to save my life. But if it's going through the mouth of a pirate, 
I'm I'm I am locked you, in. You got it, dude. You should do like a putt putt like uh, championship thing. Back in my day, I used to play beer pong. Back in my army days, I don't play beer pong anymore. We play water pong because you know we're saved and we're nerds like that now. Either way, I am unnaturally good at water pong or beer pong, whatever you want to call it to be. I am really good cornhole. I am insanely good at cornhole. Yeah, I thought I was going to beat him one day, and he he got me pretty good. Yeah, I'm really good at cornhole. And 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 anyway. I'm really good at things that mean that matter none to society in any way. Uh, people are not watching ESPN to watch me like whip a towel at people, right? But the kids find it fascinating, and every once in a while they get this wild hair up their butt that they want to like, like come at me with towels and pow, like try to pop me. So I go and pop them back. Well, the other night. The kids are like, like they think they got me cornered, and I pow! I hit Anna Gray straight. She has a shirt on, but I hit her in the stomach. Cacow! She goes down. Gage, I pow! I pop him on like the side of the side right here, and he goes down. Gunner takes off running. All right, so I'm running after Gunner. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's having a good time, and Gunner's like going around the corner of like the island in the kitchen, and buddy, man, I pow! And I just happened to catch him perfect. I mean, it's one of those, like, like you can't dream of a better <laughs> pop than what, I, than what I got him. But, I mean, and I hit him his mid-run, and he immediately goes straight to the ground, like, just down. Like, ah, buddy, I got him. You know, I don't think anything about it because he's like, you know, he's like, like on the ground or whatever. You know, like this is the game, like you know. Anna Grace, she's back, so I pop her again, and then Gage comes back, and I'm winding up, and he goes to take off running. So I run after him. He goes around the same island that Gunner does, and I cow, I catch him too. And when he gets hit, he immediately falls right into Gunner. <laughs> like just on the ground. I mean, it was like lining them up and dropping them. Well, when Gage hits Gunner, that's when Gunner loses it. And he starts crying and he starts blah, blah, blah. Well, the next thing I know, Mama Bear comes running out of the bedroom, curlers in her hair and everything. I'm just kidding. She doesn't really do the curlers. But it was that kind of look. Would kill you. It was that kind of look, right? Like it was like a, you know, and anyway, I start getting scolded in front of my own children for being too rough. And yes, Gunner had a whelp on his leg, but that's the game. Like, like that's what. Well, the, well what's the saying? Uh, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. That was my defense. And apparently <laughs> that is where I was wrong. I told her straight up. I'm like, look, you need to quit babying this kid. Uh, he wanted to play the pop game. He got popped. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to say. She goes, well, you're a grown man. You could control how hard you pop him. I'm like, I did. If I really had hit him, he'd be bleeding right now on the side of the thing. I did not give that 100%. <laughs> All right. And so I just, man, it just happened to, like, a centimeter happened to have caught his leg. But it was just perfect, man. And sure enough, I mean, it, I mean I'm just being honest with you. It was like cacao. Like, I mean, I got him. But my argument was, 
it's like the kids wanting to play football in the front yard and then they get tackled too hard and they want to cry about it. You no, chose to play football. You chose to go play football just because somebody popped you one good time. That don't mean somebody did something wrong. Gunner, and I love Gunner. I love, I love Gunner. But Gunner, if anybody's going to get hurt, it's going to be Gunner. Okay? Gunner wants to wrestle and stuff all the time. Gage is going to beat his butt every single time. Because Gage don't get hurt. <laughs> like, it, like, even if he gets hurt, Gage just, uh, and he shakes it off. Gunner gets hurt every time. And Alyssa wants to run to his defense, and I automatically say, don't you run over there? He wanted to wrestle. <laughs> like, if you, if you don't want to wrestle, don't wrestle. But you can't get upset and expect the world to just stop because you got a stinger <laughs> when you were wrestling. Anyway, that's my random story of the day. But this is the battle that's currently going on right now over this. And so I'm curious, am I wrong? Is Alyssa wrong? Are we both wrong or are we both right? I'm curious. Ladies, email me, graham at dearamericamedia.com. I'm under the impression, like Zach says, you want to play stupid games. Sometimes you win stupid prizes. Alyssa thinks that, I don't know, they should live in a bubble. I have no idea. Hey, the way I view it is like, that's preparing them for life. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. But, but either way, maybe I'm wrong. And I am open to criticism. So email me, graham at dearamericamedia.com. Next, we're going to talk about the Kirk Cameron spiritual warfare, spiritual battle that's going on. Before we do that, we got to get into a sponsor. Okay, people, I've said this once. I'll say it again. Stop giving over $80 a month to AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile when all they do is spit in the face of you and your values. You know who Pure Talk wants to keep happy? Their customers. That's why they invested in a U.S.-based customer service team. It's why they give you more data options than unlimited because they won't charge you for data you don't need. I switched to Pure Talk, and you should too. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist politics. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code GRAM to save 50% off your first month. Again, that's 50% off your first month. All you got to do is go to puretalk.com, promo code GRAM now. Okay, so Drag Queen Story Hour is this new generational thing that is honestly taking the country over by storm. It seems like it's everywhere now. They're everywhere there is Drag Queen Story Hours, Drag Queen shows in restaurants. Um, but to, to me, it makes no sense. Like, it's pure evil, in, in my opinion. Why do you have a problem with it, Graham? Because it's sexualized. That's why I have a problem. I mean, you wouldn't have like sensual, like a male and female dancer in front of kids. Yeah. Like so, so, no, no one needs to see that. So stuff. I got to give a shout out to Sebastian Maniscalco. All right. He's one of my favorite comedians. He does cuss just for all the Christians out there. Okay. But his newest special came out and I was worried. I was like, oh man, I don't know his politics. Please don't be super woke in this new special. Please don't do it. Hey, man, shout out to Sebastian. This dude did not back down at all, and he was talking about all kinds of stuff. He he's was a like, good comedian. He was like, man, I, you know, because he's got kids now. He's like, man, I'm dropping my five-year-old off to school, and there's a, that there's a kid that identifies as a lion in the class. And, and, you, know, and he's, you know, he's like freaking out. He goes, I go over to one of the, one of the, one of the guys, and I'm like, hey, do you know – you see this, see this lion stuff? And the guy goes, oh, I know. Isn't it beautiful? 
isn't it, isn't it great how inclusive they are? And he said, and I immediately removed myself from that lunatic, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it was just, and you know, because he's like from an Italian background, no, you need to add the accent. Yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, but, but you know, he talks about, he talks about all this stuff. He was like, uh, you know, I go up and I meet, uh, this Asian guy, um, and, and then, you know, he's like, some of y'all's booty holes just puckered like that much. Cause I said, the Asian guy, he said, back in my day, that's how you identified who you were talking about. It's not derogatory. It's not racist. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Mike down the road, Mike, which Mike, the, uh, the Puerto Rican guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I know. It's who just you're like talking if about. I was in Asia, they'd be like, Oh, that Zach, he's the American guy. Exactly. And he said, you know, I was just guessing he's, you know, the Asian guy tells me that's my son over there. And he's like, oh yeah, the other Asian kid. Yeah. I, you know, kind of guessed that one. He's like, some of you are like, well, what does it matter? What does it matter right now that this, he goes, how do you know that the Asian man hadn't adopted the black boy, the black baby? And how do you know that the black man hadn't adopted the Asian guy? And he said, look here, if I was in a casino and I had to put money on what person that Asian child belonged to, I'm going with the Asian man that's standing there. You people are insane. I thought it was great. I thought it was a is great. It ne- is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. I'm I thought it was it. a great comedy special. Uh just because it is. It's insane what is going on. But either way, what is apparently like acceptance now is this drag queen story hour. And a lot of people are asking, this is what I was getting to. There's a part in the in the stand-up special where people where he does the thing, well, what does it matter to you? What does it matter to you? And Sebastian says, it doesn't matter to me. It's like, I don't care. You want to identify as a grapefruit? I don't care. What matters is it's now affecting my kid. Mm-hmm. And that's why it matters. It don't matter to me. It matters that it's affecting my kid. So that's why it matters to me. So you know, people want to have a drag queen show. Hey, man, look, this is America. <laughs> you know, you want to go do the drag queen stuff. You can do what you want. You and all the other adults that want to do that can go do that. This is also Sebastian. If you have some weird fetish that you want to dress like a baby, and you and all the other weirdo adults that like to dress as babies want to get together at some convention where there's nothing but adults dressed as babies, that's really weird. But hey, go about your business. What I got some problem with is grown men dressing in drag uh, and in lingerie reading bedtime stories to children in libraries because it's sexual and it has no business with kids of any you kind. Know, if an actual man or woman went and just read an underwear to kids, people would freak out. Correct. But when a drag person, but when a drag queen does it, no one cares. Because it is the it is the narrative right now that the only thing that you cannot be proud of is being a white, straight Christian. That's it. Anything else, it's okay. You also have to ask yourself this. Name, you know, we got this Christian nationalism and all this stuff. Now, name another religion that is under attack in this country. Muslim nationalist. Can you, can you imagine? 
<laughs> what would happen? It'd be like the greatest threat to America is Muslim nationalists. The left would lose it. I, the whole world would implode. Like, oh my gosh. The greatest threat to America right now is satanic nationalist. Whole world would lose their mind. The greatest threat to America right now is Scientology fanatical terrorism. But the only religion under attack right now is Christianity. This is, this is one of my main defenses as to why Christianity, Jesus, God is the only one, because it's the only one that's attacked openly all the time. <laughs> all the time. Nobody... The biggest threat to America is Buddhist nationalists that are domestic terrorists in our country. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I'm just being for real. The biggest threat to America are black Muslim nationalists. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, everybody in the room be going, oh. But no, it's okay to go after Christians. It's completely all right. So let's read what happened. So Kirk Cameron, this is coming from us from Fox News. Kirk Cameron, Kirk Cameron. We'll get it out eventually. I've met Kirk multiple times. Super nice dude. Super nice guy. Genuine article. Okay. How he is on camera, that's how he is in real life. I met him. I met his son. Uh, super nice people. Kirk Cameron is denied story hour slot by public libraries for his new faith-based book for kids. Um, let's see. With a new children's book out that celebrates family, faith, and biblical wisdom, actor, writer, producer Kirk Cameron cannot reach scores of American children or their families in many U.S. cities via the public library system because of over 50 public libraries have either outright rejected him or not responded to requests on his behalf. A story hour program for kids and parents connected to new book releases is an activity that many libraries typically present to their patrons and communities. Many of the same libraries that won't give Cameron a slot, however, are actively offering drag queen story hours or similar programs for kids and young people, according to Cameron's book publisher, which is true, and according to a review of the library's websites and current program listings. Uh, some library programs promote gender fluidity, inclusion, and diversity. Others offer name change clinics for older teens and adults who want to alter their official paperwork for gender identity reasons. But yet, a Christian book that talks about faith, family, and biblical wisdom. Oh. That's dangerous. That's dangerous Ooh. rhetoric right there. That cannot be allowed in public libraries and i love this <clears throat> you know because i tweet about it and then i uh i'm actually going to do something that i actually don't do very often uh but this guy is nathan sorison this email comes from nathan and the title was say it with me bud automatically got my attention and it says libraries are in all caps funded by the government Separation of church and state, so no, Kirk Cameron's book reading isn't allowed at a public library. There's some context for you, since you clearly lack the capacity to figure it out on your own. And then I love the end, derp. That's what it says. 
Bam, you can zoom in on the camera right there. Not made up. That's an email. His email is nbs0918 at gmail.com. <laughs> Have fun with that one, buddy. Uh, either way, <laughs> uh, I disagree completely. Here's my question. Can you Google this in real time? Is the Bible at public libraries? It looks like, yeah, they're, they're probably there, yeah. Okay, so that's my point. Okay, so Bibles are allowed at public libraries. So what's wrong with a children's book that is Christian-oriented, biblical worldview-oriented? If the Bible itself, along with probably other religious books, like the Quran and all this other kind of stuff, I would expect those things to be at public libraries. Yeah, well, here I guarantee you if a Muslim influencer or actor wanted to go read to children at the public library no one would say anything is c.s lewis at the libraries yeah what how is that any different the lion the witch and the wardrobe is full of christian uh uh narratives full of uh relatable things to the holy trinity all this kind of stuff right c.s lewis but those are in libraries so what is the difference there is none at all. There is none. Kirk Cameron isn't asking to go preach a sermon in a library. He's asking to be able to read a children's book that happens to have a biblical worldview within the children's book. Doesn't and this kind of infringes on his, you know, freedom of speech, I feel like a little bit. Well, their argument is separation of church and state. Well, why don't we have a separation of LGBTQ and children? Ooh, that's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> but I'm serious. Okay, you want separation of church and state? All right, fine. What about separation of sexuality and state within the means of children? What about that? Why can't we? Okay, fine. You want separation of church and state, which isn't a real thing. It meant the exact opposite, separation of state from the church. But, you know, that apparently just goes right over everybody's head. They don't want to hear that. All right, fine. Keep your sexual books, your dirty, evil, demonic ways away from our children. Why not that? That's also going to get me in trouble, but I don't care. Why not? If, 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 if having a children's book that is not written from a LGBTQ worldview, but from a biblical worldview, is such a threat, then it needs to also be the same way. How about no children's books? Let's just do that. No children's books anymore. The end. I mean, at this point, because every book is written from a perspective. Every single book you read is written from a perspective, whether it's fantasy, romance, whatever. It's all written from a certain perspective based off certain values that the person who's writing it lives their life by. There's no such thing as a truly neutral book. There is no such thing as non-biased. That's the mm -hmm. dumbest thing in the entire world. Every single person is biased, and the person who tells you they're non-biased is more biased than anyone else. We all are biased because we all have our own worldview of which we look through, but there is only one worldview that is against the rules, and that is a biblical Christian worldview. That's the only one. You can be as gay as you want to be. Fine. You can be as Muslim as you want to be. Fine. You can be as atheist or satanic as you want to be. 
fine. But don't be a Christian. Don't do that. Oh, no. Because that's homophobic. That's bigoted. That's white people that are doing that. What? But that's where we find ourselves. We find ourselves where it's okay to sexualize our children, to talk to four-year-olds about gender fluidity. But you can't talk to four-year-olds about the values of telling the truth, the values of family, and the values of wisdom. Because that is evil. This is a battle, a spiritual battle between good and evil, ladies and gentlemen. And it's only going to get worse. Make sure to go get Kirk's book. Uh, That's the only way that we can fight against this. If you have homeschool groups, if you have homeschool kids, if you have private school kids, get this book in every school that you can. It's the only way to combat this evil. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast. And we'll see you all again next time.